Welcome to Education Zoo, a bias-free podcast hosted by three education lovers frustrated with the school systems. I'm Ace. I'm Alzi. And I'm Adnan. From light-hearted criticism to sarcastic <laughs> comments. As we tackle taboos and unspoken truths, you'll be left reflecting and wanting to become a change maker. Join us every Monday, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi guys, welcome to Education Zoo. This is Ace. And this is Alzi. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you too, Ace. I didn't know you were here. <laughs> Dehumanate, we don't need no education. You, do you know the song? I don't. You don't know the song? I don't know that song. Oh my god. Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd. AKA every student's national anthem. How does it go like? Um, it goes like I'm not gonna sing it because I'll regret oh. it later. But we don't <laughs> need no education. Um, we don't need no thought control, no dark sarcasm mm. in the classroom, you know. And then uh, the whole idea is that like they're portraying the student as just another brick in the wall, as in like. Every single brick in the wall is the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. It has a very nice music video. Okay, I have not One. seen it. Or I haven't heard not? the song. I haven't wow. heard the song. <laughs> Whoever is in Ozzy's place right now, including Ozzy, you <laughs> need to listen to this song, listen to this album, and go watch the video. It's amazing. The the I most will. memorable part of the video was uh, the students walking in like robots, oh, and they would turn okay. into meat. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay, it's it's a very um very famous artwork about dehumanization, which brings us to today's topic. Exactly dehumanization. What is exactly dehumanization? Dictionary definition, the process of depriving a person or group of positive human qualities. Not not recognizing your worth as a human being. For sure. And the music video you told me about, so we can definitely see that in the students walking in as robots and then turning into meat. Yes. So as in human qualities, what the definition means, I guess, is thinking, freedom, all of these are human qualities and in the video you can see that they are made into one mm-hmm. and that's where the factory comes in they all they're all like the same yeah it's like par- part of the system once again we're blaming yes. the system <laughs> <laughs> surprise i'm very giggly today but um it's actually a very serious topic i seen a short film actually two days ago i discovered this short film okay and surprisingly, it fits so well with this topic. I don't know if you've seen it. It's called Children by Takuya Okada. I have I just, not seen it. I probably just butchered that name. Anyone who's <laughs> Japanese, uh, I'm so sorry. I tried my best. It's a short film about children. Obviously, we can see where it's coming from as especially South Asian countries. We know that the education system is much more strict. Mm-hmm. And there are, like, more people, of course, over there. Y- yeah. So the competition is much higher. And people feel more like they are 
just another brick in the wall or just another number. And this short film is basically... I don't want to like spoil too much into it because I feel like it's already five minutes, you know? Everybody, I feel like, should go watch it, including you, Elsie. <laughs> okay, I will, I will. I have two things to do after this episode. Yeah. When I was young in, my, in one of the schools, um, when we went to the exam rooms, they, they used to give us these, I don't know, candidate numbers or something, instead oh. of our names. And keep in mind, like, literally, we were, I don't know, 15 students. Mm -hmm. I don't under I understand that giving students numbers, especially in universities for exams, is mm -hmm. good for the sake of, uh, I don't know. Organization. Like yeah, and being practical. Mm -hmm. However, you can simply just do it in alphabetical order. For sure. I mean, in grade yeah. eight, like, how many students were there, even? Not a lot, yeah. And that was, like, in grade three. I was, like, eight years old. And then... Uh, I remember that in, I think, grade 10 or 11 or something, we were learning about the history, like, you know, what happened in World War II. And then the teacher mentioned how the Jewish people were dehumanized oh, when yeah. they were tattooed mm -hmm. by, um, you know, like the numbers. Yeah. And then that's when it really hit me because mm -hmm. I, I got a flashback to those days when I was eight years old. And this, the teachers were calling me by my by a number. They were like, Aww. okay, number, blah, 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 walk into the class. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, so that's that just like a simple so creep example. Dude, that's actually so sad. And that goes to show that these measures taken by schools, which are for organization and sake of time, maybe, saving exactly. time. But the people you're dealing with, they are human. Yes. And they're very vulnerable humans, I would say, because mm -hmm. they are small and they're in the midst of growing up, um, just getting a sense of what the world is like. And then you're putting a number on them and you're essentially saying like, oh, this is your number. Like, this is this is what you're yeah. worth. Yeah. And you're like, and look around you, kid. There are so many other numbers that you have to compete with. It's like we are robots, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's the sense of a horse race. Yeah. Or a again. rat race, if you will. Mm -hmm. And um, I was going to also say about us feeling like we're robots. So it's mm -hmm. not just the number, but then also we are constantly given these tasks uh, and assignments, you know? Yeah. And th so this is how I used to feel. Um, I used to get an assignment and this is the only thing I would worry about until mm -hmm. I handed it in. And then once I hand it in, I know that I have to worry about another assignment. True. So I, I was just constantly... Is this you know, loop? Like, exactly. In the loop, yeah. It's a sad loop. An infinite, an infinite sad loop, yeah. Yeah, infinitely sad loop. Um, I guess my first university memory kind of relates to yours, um, the grade three story. I remember writing an email to like the registrar or someone about the problem I had. And they emailed me back and said, we can't do anything about your problem because you didn't include your number in it. Uh, are you serious? Yeah, like my student number. <laughs> Which I included my name, of course. So I thought yeah. that was that was it. Like, they have my name and my last name. They should be able to find my records. But they were like, oh, we don't really care about your name. We just need your number, honey. <laughs> so, 
I was a bit shook. That definitely feels dehumanizing, especially if like university numbers with like, it's like eight digits, bro. Like your yeah. number this, your number that, and it just feels like very dehumanizing. I am. I was laughing, you know, when you said that they emailed you back and said <laughs> we we can't do anything for you because you didn't give us your number. Yeah. Because it's so pathetic. <laughs> It is pathetic. It's like, can't you just look at the freaking... Can't you just do an Excel graph? Which I understand would be more work. But I'm like, I guess we're both just trying to say that we understand that for organization purposes, the numbers just work better. However, do they think about how this is affecting the students psychologically? I feel like in general, personally, this is my opinion. I want to put this very clear. This is my personal opinion. Um, I think school is the government's like favorite place to create people that they like. So what do I mean by that? Going back to the another brick in the wall. You've seen the factory scene where they're like all walking straight. And that's what the government wants. Schools are regulated by governments. And government wants people who won't bother them. They don't want people to go study philosophy and be all smart and rebel against the government. They just want, like, literally pawns who will obey them, who will be, um, who will not cause a problem, who will be just like everybody else. They will just get married, they will go to their job, they will pay their taxes, and they won't bother the government that's what the government wants <laughs> so this shook. was this was our this was our last episode uh, we're gonna get canceled now <laughs> by the cia or whatever you know for example the ministry of education puts that curriculum out there for mm-hmm. the students and they they are the ones that choose what we get to learn True. They are the ones that decide okay this is suitable for this level this is suitable for this grade and we're not given a lot of freedom in the end. True. For yeah. sure. Freedom, which is a human quality. Again, if yes. you're not if you're stripped off of your human qualities, that means you're dehumanized. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, I want to I don't want to recommend this book. I don't like this book. But we studied we both studied um Oh what was goodness, that book? I, <laughs> the Handmaid's Tale. Yes, by Margaret by, Atwood. Yeah. And uh, I don't like that book, to be honest. I think it's given a lot of hype that it does not deserve. However, if you want to study dehumanization, I think it's prime, prime example of that. Oh, actually, even better, that book was actually kind of based and, in my opinion, plagiarized from 1984 from George Orville. It's an amazing book. Uh, Also, lots of dehumanization. I can't say this word, bro. (laughs) dehumanization dehumanization definitely go read that if you're interested i think that's a dystopian novel however i think a Mm -hmm. lot of it definitely applies to what we're going through um today in real world are you enjoying this episode we hope you are follow us wherever you are listening to this podcast right now so that you never miss a single upload every single monday make sure to also leave a five-star rating and a review and, you know, share it with your friends so that they get educated as well. Follow us on at education.su on Instagram. So that's at education.su for more exclusive content. 
Oh, I wanted to talk about grades, bro. When you mentioned grades, I was like, think about this. They put you in grades looking at your age, right? They look at the number. They're like, okay, you're seven, so you're supposed to be in this grade. However, there are many people with different levels. Like, some people are good in arts. They're, like, dolly-level good in arts. But Mm -hmm. they just can't do math, so they have to start from, like, grade one math. And vice versa. Some people are just really good in science, and they're not good in arts. Mm -hmm. So, in my opinion, the classes should be um, divided into levels, for each subject. Uh-huh. You know how, like, for language learning, you have those yeah. tests, like, placement tests? Yeah. You can just do the similar thing for uh, all the school subjects. Ah, I see. But I disagree with that. Really? <laughs> yes. I'll tell you why. So, mm-hmm. because I've experienced this before. So, they actually did some something similar to placement tests. Mm-hmm. And then they would put you... Um, you know we had like three classes one was for like if you're under average and then one was for average and then one was for above average students Mm -hmm. and I hated that because they judged me based on that placement test and it was not fair because um the other students for example that were in the above average or the Mm -hmm. average class they used to make fun of the other students in the under average classes so when I moved to and then there weren't like you know those uh, class separations Mm. for the different levels i don't know i guess i just felt a lot more better and i i had the opportunity to actually prove myself because in the under average classes they didn't give us challenging things true Mm -hmm. but that class that thing was so dumb (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's a valid point i can definitely see where you're coming from and yeah. definitely i feel like if uh governments or schools were to adapt this policy they would definitely have to think about like okay like you can't just put a student in a class with one test so you would have to see the progress and i feel like you could have uh it would be nice if it's something that's fluid yeah fluid in that like they put you in the let's say the level one class and then you're getting bored there you're already like mm-hmm. you're good for that they might say oh maybe we'll put you in the wrong class and move you up but what i was trying to say is i just feel like it's so stupid to put people in the same class because they have the same number as an age because oh, i've been yes. through this thing where like uh we had like handwriting class and my handwriting is horrible so handwriting class yeah this is like elementary school (laughs) i by the way i've been to school (laughs) since i i i was reading a book and i saw that the kid was going to school at six and he was the the youngest in his class like in one book and i realized that people don't go to school when they're three years old because that's when i went to school like i literally started going to school when i was two maybe that's why i hate it so much (laughs) So I was going to like uh, kindergarten, preschool, and I remember when I was in like elementary school for math class, I would be done like before class started, bro. And I would be reading under my desk and I would always get in trouble for reading books under my desk. Even though you were done. Yeah, like... Obviously, I understand where they're coming from, but the teacher would be like, what do you want me to do? You're in this class? 
like this was the activity for today if you did if you're already done like there's nothing I can do for you and I was always like bored and just wasting my time you just sit and do nothing that's what they would rather you do yeah Sorry, I'll bring it back to your email. <laughs> Imagine you had a problem, okay? And then you emailed a pro professor. Yeah. I can't attend the seminar, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And he knows you. When he reads your name, he will know that this is ace. Like My point is that the human connection. Oh, that I get it, yeah. sense of, yeah, is Definitely lost. in a smaller class, for, for example. Like, the teacher yeah. knows everyone. He knows the names. Uh, he or she knows... Um, Okay, this person comes in late sometimes, like yes. little characteristics like that, which makes us connect, essentially. Yeah. Actually, uh, my physics teacher, we were talking outside of class. We were at a seminar, actually. I don't know what for, but he sat next to us because he recognized us from the lecture. And oh, we were talking and he said he had many students come to him as in like oh i got like a 49 i got like the 69 or 79 you know like can you just push me like a little bit so that i get like either i pass or i get the next grade mm -hmm. in the abcd system so he said he gets a lot of people asking and then he said but i don't even know them so i tell them well i haven't seen you in lecture i haven't personally talked to you i don't even know you you're just like another number i'm sorry this is a number you get like that's what he said is really sad but i guess also understandable because in large lectures and university lectures unless you go up to the prof to ask questions or you participate in class there is really no way of the prof differentiating you from the other 299 numbers yes that he or she has oh. I hated art class and I wanted to drop it as soon as possible. The moment it was available to me, I was like, adios, I'm going, bye, I don't need no freaking art class. I just think the system is like, for even yeah. arts, they have mm -hmm. like a strict column with numbers. Yeah, that is and true. It's like, it's like the little prince, right? Like where he drew, he drew like, I don't know if you know that book, it's very famous. Dude, did you read it? No. <laughs> okay, homework number three. Read The Little Prince. <laughs> That's an essential, guys. That's your homework, too. So, a very famous picture from that book is the hat, I guess. Because it looks okay. like a hat. But the little boy, he's like... It's a boa serpent who is uh, swallowing an elephant. Oh, right? Yeah, like, you have to see the picture so, for this. Do, okay. But the grown-ups keep laughing at him, and, and they're like, oh my god, it's just a hat, like, why are you so, like, why are you imagining things? Uh, and the reason why I'm mentioning this right now is because I guess I had the same thing, and the reason why I liked that book so much was because of this, because I would draw things, let's say, and mm -hmm. I would bring it up to him, and he would be like, how is this a representation of happiness? Yeah. You know? And that's, again, the dehumanization aspect. Like, how is this a fucking art class? Like, I'm yes. so heated right now. How is this an art class if you want every single person to draw the same thing the same way? Like, I remember when we were drawing sun. 
I would draw the sun in a different way. And he would say, why are you drawing the sun in a different way? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot it's supposed to be on the left corner, a circle with like five five lines. That must be... <laughs> it's just punched. <laughs> I'm just so mad. Like, literally... <laughs> Big institutions treat students like they're just numbers and then this eventually makes students feel detached from school. And schools emphasize being just like other students, uh, fitting in. Mm -hmm. So students who naturally stand out due to creative mindsets have a very, very hard time keeping up with their education and might lean towards dropping out, you know, or rebelling against school eventually. All right, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode and please give us a follow on Instagram account at education.zoo. What's that, Ace? That's at education.zoo. Yes. Subscribe. <laughs> Subscribe, follow us um, wherever you're listening to this episode. If you want to become a change maker, those are our fans. Just make sure to follow again wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. And thank you so much. We'll see you next week on Monday. If you want to hear more, make sure to follow us wherever you are listening to this episode right now. Leave us a five-star rating and review because it helps us a lot. And make sure to share it with your friends and family so that, you know, they get educated as well. Make sure to come back next week. Bye!